Welcome to the Filament Games Podcast, a show dedicated to game-based learning. Here are your hosts, Brandon Pitzer and Dan Norton. Cat's losing it already in there. Wow, she's <laughs> already gone. <laughs> the Shanahan effect has already struck. All right. Awesome. Well, all right, all do, right. You, do you want to intro today's premise? or I could do that. All yeah, right, so it. we have special guests for this special podcast. They are game designers from the game design team. That's right. As one, uh, if I'm reading left to right as the Americans do, we have Matt Hazelton. Mm-hmm. Hello. There he is. And then we have Abby Friesen. Hi. Who's actually on every episode of the podcast, I'm technically. I'm the voice of the intro. Yeah. You are. She can use your voice for all words, not just the words in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have like a special... Contest, basically. Well, I don't know. Competition. Oh, those are such little A jam. Words. Yeah, it's a death match. A death, a death match. <laughs> a smackdown. Smackdown. <laughs> of filament games raw. Yes, uh, of uh, of of game design challenges. We've uh, solicited some game design concepts from the studio. We crowdsourced them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, you know, when we actually start talking about them, it'll be pretty. revelatory about the kind of people we staff here (laughs) Um, but yeah um, we're gonna kind of break it into four phases and I'm gonna let Norton explain those phases because now now we're talking about Norton's expertise are are these all learning game concepts or yep we're gonna have you guys both jam on two separate learning game problems and Brandon is going to judge them on and I'll tell you about the phases so you guys have a little bit of a sense of how this is gonna go down the first is you'll be given the learning objectives and the target audience for your games. And your first goal will be to work out in greater detail your expectations for the learning objective. So break the learning objective apart into more practical, gamifiable pieces. That'll be step one. And you'll have, I believe, the amount of time that it takes for me to describe how that works before <laughs> you have to have it on the other side. So. You'll have some fast thinking to do. And step two will be the assessments, right? So after, uh, after that, I'll then start talking about assessment in our games and how that works. And then you guys will present your assessments. And then thirdly, we'll be doing mechanics. So you'll then sort of talk about your core gameplay and how that works. And so then- assessment is the external assessment. Mm-hmm. to the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yeah, your final impact external assessment. And uh, the fourth and final thing will be the pitch. And that's when Brandon's expertise will really kick in because he's going to determine whether or not this target demographic would want to buy this sucker or play this sucker. Right? So <laughs> Yeah, when we get into those demographics, yeah. I have special knowledge about He does, Whoa. he does. <laughs> Yeah, and then at each one of these junctures, Brandon will also be applying some form of scoring, which may or may not be consistent throughout the competition. So you're saying there's a winner. There's definitely a winner. Yeah. Actually, I like to think of it more like there will be a loser. <laughs> there's no winner, just a loser. Just Got a it. loser, yes. Okay, what does the loser not get, or what does the loser get? Well, I have, <laughs> some, thin, I have some Thin Mints on my desk. Is that for the loser? No, I think they can watch the winner <laughs> eat a Thin Mint. That's probably it. Oh, man. I don't know. Brutal. I, there was a, a word about some gift certificates to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that could be a vault of those. Yeah. Just so everyone knows that that's my 
when uh, when I'm talking about currency or or just things in general, the my placeholder for thing of no value <laughs> is a uh, an Applebee's coupon. That's like so. That's 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 a useful tip when you yourself are trying to negotiate the world of worthless things. Measure it against an Applebee's coupon and see if it holds up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. There it is. We're gonna get some angry Applebee's yeah. fans. We are right. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, an yeah. angry Applebee's fan is yeah. that's a frightening prospect. You're gonna lose your sponsorship. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry, Applebee's. So all the pitches will be scored out of Applebee's coupons or Thin Mints. This is <laughs> yeah. a three Thin Mint pitch and a one Applebee coupon pitch. I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, but whoa, I'm gonna, whoa, I'll, whoa. I'll throw other stuff in there. Slow down, designer. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's got this. You gotta, you gotta use those powers right. for your. Uh, for your actual game, which I think will be fairly ridiculous. And Applebee's themed. <laughs> there is time for us you to could pivot. Possibly. Yeah. There is time for us to pivot. <laughs> Knowing what it is. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into uh, like Brandon said, our our staff uh, harvested glean learning <laughs> objectives and sample audience. So, Abby. Your game, if you choose to accept it. We do different games. Oh yeah, you guys are working oh, I on different we games. We were having challenging oh. pitches on the same game. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, that's more. It's more fun to have you yeah, guys working right. on then different. We're not comparing problem. each other. Right. Then who like <laughs> who goes first would have <laughs> like too much of an advantage. That wouldn't be nearly arbitrary enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What we're trying to accomplish <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> All right. So Abby, your game is the pickling process. <laughs> I just ate pickles today, so oh, I'm, I prepped. already did my research, yes. and I was talking about pickling things too, so oh, man. what are the odds? I do have to note that your sample audience, your target audience for your game is toddlers with anger management issues. <laughs> so you've got little children, and they get really mad, Five and they got to know how to pickle things. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I mean, Matt. in this context. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. Matt, your learning objective is how to tell which meats are right for you. Right? All right. All right, so it's yep. meat, uh, meat identification, and then the criteria of meat and how it applies to your lifestyle. <laughs> and then uh, your audience, this is this is where it gets, gets real. Your audience... Is uh, is cannibals? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have been training for this game my whole life. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> All right. So uh, both of you are free to fairly, you know, to stare out into space. Uh, if you guys need to write things down or or whatever, you oh, can. We oh, had a yeah, we, oh god, I, I really do want to write things down. We actually. can take a quick take pause a- and get you guys some pencils and let's do that. Notebooks. We'll, we'll condense this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the designer's first challenge, which we have now embarked upon while they try and sort out what's going to happen, is to talk about these learning objectives and break the learning objectives apart into things that they feel that a game could succeed with. So um, Abby's game, for example, is something that is a process, right? So starting to think about like, well... How does that process work? And what really is a pickle when you think about it? <laughs> we always kind of get into the semantic yeah. gray area. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the pickler and yeah. who's the pickle E? 
Yes. Yeah. Think about that. Um, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna think about that for the next 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> while you talk. Yeah. Matt's struggling with you know what are the types of choices a cannibal makes about meat. Right, and, and that's sort of an interesting point, Dan, because one of the things about a cannibal is that even though the learning objective is what type of meat, really there there is a very defined type of meat. So I assume we're talking about different parts of yes, meat. Yes, I would say so, cuts. I yeah, would say exactly. Yes. So, that, so we're already sort of making our first. Um, I guess you could say trimming of the learning objectives. Oh, wow. Yikes. Are you going to give him a point or take away a point for that? I don't know. He uh, he really dressed that one up. Yeah. Um, I will give you half of a Thin Mint, but that's been uh, merged with an Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because, because we're, yeah. we're talking uh, about this particular objective, I feel like Applebee's coupons are, are more than applicable. Yeah. All right. All oh, right. absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're, if you're I, going off the menu. I was too busy designing oh. to hear the conversation, but it sounded like we were giving Matt something. No. We were giving Matt a trip to the burn ward. That's what we were doing. That was awesome. Yeah, um, Abby gets three thin minutes for for effort for actually yeah. doing work. and accountability. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, looking at the game show timer on the wall that we have, uh, everyone's looking. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it looks like this round is up. Um, since Matt used a lot of us as a resource during that time, he should be the most prepared to answer. Sure. Could you That's remind true. me what uh, what the question is again? <laughs> <laughs> I retract that half amendment <laughs> that I earlier awarded. Yeah. So this first step like, is uh, uh, like my my note right now is just covered in cannibals, underlined with why are you eating? Yeah. Preparation, food. I think I'm. Yeah. I, I assume I was going towards something with this. Just remind you me were. You were. It was going to happen. It was going to be breaking apart your core learning objective into tractionable oh, objectives. Oh, I did. Of course, absolutely. Um, so the learning objective is uh, what what. Right cuts of meat, I think, is the what it was before it was revealed that it was for cannibals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I think the the really tricky part of that objective is how do we define right? Yes. Um, I think the what, uh, as as we talked about earlier, is is actually pretty easy in this case. But I I think because regardless of whether you're eating uh, tofu or, or human flesh or or even Taco Bell, yeah, uh, right has a lot of different connotations. So I think it's are you eating for health? Or for weight loss, or for weight gain. I mean, I'm going straight to the bodybuilding utility of this. Okay. Uh, this, but mm-hmm. I think that's my my first thing. So I think I'm going to uh, how how to eat healthy. All right, healthy uh, choices. Healthy for choices cannibals. for cannibals. Okay, that makes sense. Um, because it's already a very limited diet, and then I think I might even the second half of that is not just what you're eating, but how you prepare it. So I think it's going to be choosing oh. the right cut and preparing it in a way that makes sense for your personal cannibal needs. I like it. I like it. It's a nice combination of content, and you've also integrated some practice. Thank you. So that's actually, that, I think that'll work. Thoughtful. Yeah. All right. Abby? Okay. So my learning objective was how to pickle toddlers. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Maybe, right. maybe there is crossover. Just, yeah, right. Between these like, concepts. It's the same game. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find a way to turn these into the same Yeah, it's all about jar size, right? That's the main yeah. thing. Abby, so what my, is that doodle in the, the top part of your, your Well, paper? I'll oh. tell you. Okay, so the learning objective is teaching the pickling process to toddlers 
with anger management issues. That's correct. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I drew a pickle in a jar, and I think that really helped me with my design process. <laughs> yep. That's yeah. what I have on my paper. Yep. Um, that green marker actually really paid off. It did. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like a sea foam. Yeah. It's like a mint. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I know about my target audience is toddlers. So everything has to be like very visual. Mm-hmm. No, you don't need a tutorial. You don't have complicated. You know, order of operations you need to do mm-hmm. to do the process. So we have to keep it very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have anger management. So big rewards for doing a good job. <laughs> yep. There's no punishment mm-hmm. if you uh, get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And any negative feedback is done in a very careful, soft, and calm way. Mm-hmm. And they're given another chance to try. So the actual gameplay here. Oh, wait. Do I have to do assessment? Not yet. I have to do a second. That's next. Versus. That's the next step. What's like oh, phase okay. three? This is so just breaking apart your learning objectives. Two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, l- breaking apart the learning objectives. So the pickling process, it's probably pretty complicated in real life, but I know that there's some just really basic ingredients. You know, there's like pickles. Yeah. Pickles. What or whatever <laughs> your are well, they pickles cucumbers. before you pickle? No, they're cucumbers. cucumbers. Okay. All right. All or right. proto pickles. Proto pickles. As they right. say in the biz. <laughs> Cucumbers mm-hmm. or whatever you're putting in the brine. There's like water, salt, a flavoring, and then I think something else that's acidic you add to it. I can't remember. Yeah. Water, salt, a flavoring, and something else. So I'm just keeping it like to like three or four mm. basic ingredients, and the goal of the game is to pickle a cucumber in a jar. So nice. that's that's the basic goal of this learning objective. It's worth mentioning to our uh, our readers out there that we listeners aren't doing any ah they're viewers they're, yeah the viewers sorry <laughs> uh th- that uh normally there's also a research phase for these projects <laughs> normally we go out and attempt to learn some things about the thing we're teaching and right, uh, for right. the purpose of time we have skipped that step yep. uh yep yeah, but normally we would go no more things. Yeah, I'm guessing there's some water there's and some pickles. salt. Yeah, yeah. There's a jar. <laughs> you have a jar. Mm-hmm. All right, Brandon, assessment? All right. Um, you know, both approaches were very thoughtful, and I liked that. Um, I, I will say that I think, you know, Matt may have brought more of his own personal perspective into it. Mm-hmm. But if, So thinking of himself as, you know, if I were a cannibal... <laughs> how, how could I protect my gains and <laughs> ensure the right balance of macros? Whereas Abby's really thinking about the audience as they are. So yeah, I'm going to have to award just a few more Thin Mints and Applebee's coupons. Yeah. These are my Thin Mints, by the way, so don't go nuts. You know? it, you what, know. What's the exchange rate for Thin Mints and Applebee coupons? Which one is worth more? Oh, a Thin know? Mint. Like, a thin Mint? Okay. I, I don't think there's any amount of Applebee's coupons you could give me to part with a Thin Mint. <laughs> Right. So one Thin Mint is equivalent to infinity Applebee's right. coupons. I still feel pretty good having a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. Okay, so three you can burn them for warmth, I guess, if you get enough of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna three Finity Applebee's coupons to Abby uh-huh. and one Finity Applebee's coupons to Matt. All right, and I get a Thin Mint. And, uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can just have a cookie because <laughs> you've, right. you've been a good boy. I did a good job. Uh, all right, um, phase two. Phase two. Phase All right. two. So, um, this phase, contestants, is assessment. So, uh, simply put, it's how would you like to be measuring the knowledge that your players have gained? Once they've turned this game off, 
what would be the most effective way of knowing whether or not they learned the thing that you wanted them to learn? And it would, I think, bonus points for talking about how that assessment can be integrated into the game. Mm-hmm. Like, so that, you know, what are the things inside the game activity that, that speak to those assessments? But we'll be doing mechanics next. So you don't have to go too far down that road. Um, this is, uh, this is often a very tricky part of learning game design because uh, often in formal environments there's a desire for pretty rigid uh, reusable formats of assessment like uh, you know uh, quiz questions etc and that often can break down content into retention strategy types uh, material so one of the best things about learning games is it can transform content into a usable, explorable problem space, and then the assessments can be more rich and robust as well. So, uh, I don't know, does that seem like a, a decent summary? I think so, yeah. You, you've got, you know, the the challenge is really to kind of bring uh, not just the kind of traditional quantitative, quantitative approach, but also qualitative approach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked before about how certain things are just difficult to measure in a quantitative fashion. And there's kind of a traditional adherence to that sort of that half of of assessment. Um, And so it's a little bit more challenging when you're making a game and assessing a game uh, that, you know, you have to bring in kind of other forms of assessment and make it a little bit softer um, so that it's actually capturing the real learning that's going on. Because it's difficult to quantify. Yeah. All right. All right, then. They both look ready and confident. Let's uh, so. let's start with Abby. Yeah. What am I doing? Assessment. Assessment. That's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. What I would like a toddler to do, it's kind of a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're done with this game, I would like to be able to have a couple, like, different glasses of ingredients and point to it and be like, this is salt. Should this go in the jar? When we're mm. making the pickle brine, they can be like, mm-hmm. yeah or no. And I'll be like, this is... This is a bleach. Should it go in the jar? And they're like, no. Unless no. they're really angry. Right. Yeah. But if they say bleach should go in, I will just accept it because they're yeah, yeah, angry. Yeah. Yeah. They gonna failed throw the assessment, but I'm not going to tell them they did. <laughs> yeah. um, the bleach will calm them down anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so the next part is I would then give them the correct ingredients in their little you know, glasses, and they have a big jar that they're going to put their cucumbers in, and I tell them to just put all the ingredients in and... Uh, They'll have learned something from the game if they, uh, you know, don't overwhelm it with flavoring and put in too little water. Right. You know, if they put in like lots of water, mm-hmm. little bit of salt. Right. Or they skip Not the cucumber. Not exact measurements, but if they know that generally there is more or less of this ingredient in that, sure. you know, and then they put the cucumber in, and that's how I would know they got something out of the game. That's nice. It just it passes the common sense test of like if they did those things. They know something about pickling. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Matt, what do you got? Yeah, so I, I think that the first step of this is is for the cannibals or the users to be able to actually identify their own needs. Because like I, I said earlier, like what is right uh, when it comes to food especially just has such such a wide range of potential needs. So while I did focus on you know bodybuilding and gains initially as a somewhat arbitrary way to uh, narrow it down, mm-hmm. um, I think ultimately... Uh, players should be able to figure out what kind of food uh, food need they're trying to meet, mm-hmm. which 
uh, could be anything from you know health reasons to I'm trying to feed 20 people. You know, mm-hmm. so and sure. now granted that is a little bit bigger of a learning objective than I'd like it to be, but uh, in the interest of deference to your previous point, I want to say that this could be applied to any any type of need that you identify. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, you know, thinking about the process of of a cut of meat for our target demographic uh, or type of meat, you know, it's it's. Um, I think the the real challenge here is not just knowing what cut you're trying to get to match your aforementioned need because mm-hmm. various cuts will have different nutrition, but also the act of um, act of obtaining it. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which in, in my experience is actually the hardest part of this, this endeavor. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think it's going to be both identifying, obtaining, and then preparation. And I think that if the player, after going through this game, can figure out their need and then walk through those three steps, uh, that's that's really... You know the proof is the proof is in the the pudding or the stew there. I think know? I think we should just give Matt the points <laughs> and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> just give him all the points. I, I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Matt gets uh, ten out of ten. Yeah, frightening, frightening <laughs> statements, <laughs> and and Abby gets. What do I get? Like five gherkins <laughs> <laughs> that are extremely well crafted. Are those worth the same as what Matt got? They're probably worth more because they're not putting me off. Right, yeah, they're, they're not to appease you or not to murder us later. I was going to say, because Matt has a much richer vocabulary than me have, so it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fair if, if he got awarded for this round. Get your fancy talking. I no, I, I don't think it's the vocabulary. I think it's the, I think it's the implied death threats that's really the... Yeah. yeah, and the sheer volume of them. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, <laughs> let's pick it up. For the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> let's move on. All right. So All right, let's I think that pretty much caps off phase two. We had uh I didn't lose any thin mints that round, so that was good. No, no thin mints were yeah. lost. Uh nothing about Hazel <laughs> Hazelton's game took a turn uh for the darker and uh Which is really surprising. Yeah. Given the premise. Right. And <laughs> Abby's uh Abby had an extremely practical and lucid set of assessments yes, uh, that were not at all frightening <laughs> that were not at all frightening <laughs> so uh and that's not to imply that they need to get frightening um no i know I'm, right. I'm happy with mine okay good okay uh next is mechanics so we've sort of laid the groundwork right for each of your games um and I actually, I'm interested to see how Matt comes back around on mechanics on this. Like, <laughs> it should be good. Uh, I think uh, so. Yeah, basically, let's describe uh, the core gameplay activities you imagine that embody the verbs, identities, or systems that uh, can speak to those objectives. Right. So, who are you in this game? What do you do? And what are the rules you're playing by? Um, and hopefully those will have an obvious uh, connection to the objectives and our assessments. Okay. Um, I, you know what? <laughs> what are we doing? Well, we're going to do mechanics. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I personally think, um, let's, let's start with Abby on this one. Abby, what do you got? What's this game 
all about. <clears throat> okay. How to pickle a cucumber for toddlers with anger management. Uh-huh. Uh, so because it's for toddlers, it's kind of an exploratory game where they can mess around a bit uh-huh. while getting feedback that will lead them towards, you know, real life knowledge on you you could actually do this in real life to pickle a cucumber. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining uh, some kind of, you know, scene, it maybe in a kitchen or on your little play set where you have like an empty jar and all these ingredients and you have one pickle and the the kid can like drag around these different ingredients, mm-hmm. like the actual ingredients you would mm-hmm. pickle things with and they can just put in different amounts, you know, they can like shake in some salt, you know, just like on their own touching a screen, mm-hmm. interacting with it, and once the jar fills up, they can put a pickle in it. Um, and when the player puts a puts a pickle in it, there's like another like child character who's, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a little time passage transition. There's another child who takes out the pickle and they take a bite and they'll like say something about it like, mm-hmm. this is really salty. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> keep me happy. Keep me happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's salty just like the, I like it. <laughs> and then the player can just go back and they can do it again. Mm-hmm. There's be a, there'll be a different response from that character every time. You know, mm-hmm. when you get it kind of about right, the yeah. character would say something like, this is great. This is a great pickle. Um, <laughs> but you can always go back and like mess with it. I think part of the fun of this will be like, what if I just put a cucumber in water? You know, like what's the response from... The other kid, and that'll be kind of fun too. Yeah. You know, doing it wrong mm-hmm. while still knowing what the right way is. Sure. Uh, or maybe including other characters where you're like, I'm going to give this pickle to the little girl or oh. to the adult man or someone, and see what mm-hmm. see what these people say yep. when they when they eat my pickle. All right, mm-hmm. I'd play that. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd I'd play the hell out of that. Yeah, yeah. Am I? I'm withholding judgment until I hear both, right? Oh, right. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> what do you think? Not yet. Okay. Matt, what do you got? Uh, right, awesome. Yeah. So th- this is, again, the cannibal game uh, or the meat game for cannibals. Um, and it's sort of interesting in that the target demographic aligns so particularly with uh, the learning objective. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm doing a lot of this substituting myself for any particular gender or... Uh, or age that we're trying to hit, but really just trying to keep it like keep it basically as neutral on that front as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I think that the the general conceit of this is that you are going to be a person who has to uh, pick cuts of meat, uh, obtain them, and prepare them. Okay. And uh, my first instinct was to actually cast this as a game you could do in the comfort of your own home, like you're a homemaker with various meat needs. Ah. Uh, but uh, after digging into that, like. I don't know. I just feel like it's very hard for players to have needs just because the game tells them they have needs. And so, like, you know, if the player is going through things and the game is just like, you're, you want to be fit now. You want to be, uh, you want to feed a lot of people now. You want to lose weight. Like, that just didn't, didn't seem particularly viable. So I shifted huh. it to sort of more of a catering deli environment where ah. people will come in uh, where you can have a variety of customers with various <coughs> needs and therefore those needs and scenarios will be able to tie more directly to uh, the different types of gameplay and give you a wide range of, of needs to match to. Um, and then from there I, th- I think we could have a lot of really uh, pleasant and whimsical games about uh, once someone gives you their need you have to go into the back room and obtain it uh, from a, a particular um, uh, meat person, meat person <laughs> from a particular person. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and there could, you know, depending on how detailed we want to get with those uh, those things, like we could get into like the actual nuance of taking one part as opposed to another part, um, or we could just have it be a really simple like identify the part. Um, but uh, yeah, and then you would take that meat over to uh, the preparation station, prepare it, give it to them, and then they would give you feedback. So a little bit of diner dash thrown in there. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing a, a little bit of a, a scaffolding system, though, where as you progress, uh, you can unlock additional tools uh, that will allow you to get more advanced cuts of meat from your subjects um, mm. and more uh, places and ways and techniques to prepare. So, like, as you go, you start off at sort of the tip of the iceberg, and as you get down, you like you learn more cuts, you learn more preparation need, uh, techniques uh, that allow you to meet more needs. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. Do you think there's a, uh, when you're talking about the increasing of techniques, is there like a like a amateur surgeon kind of aspect to this? Yeah, or? like uh, I mean, I was thinking like there there are really two ways that we can go depending on the budget of the project. Like if we wanted to do uh, <laughs> custom custom like mini games for each type of tool you've selected, that, that could be a way to go. Uh-huh. Or we could just say you have to like have the tool in your inventory <clears throat> and click on the the part, okay, uh, to obtain it. Wow. All right. All right. Um, oh, one more. I'm sorry. One more question. Are the people that you're preparing meat for, are they aware? Are they themselves cannibals or are they unsuspecting meat? Oh, no, no. I think they're absolutely cannibals, but I thought it would be fun if you yourself were a vegan. Ah, uh, so you get to play okay. the role of the novice, right. uh, like the apprentice okay. to the butcher. Like maybe it's like it's the only job in the post-apocalyptic town. I see. Something like that. And you're like, all right, well, time to time to go make the biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> so to say. All right. Wow. Well, I mean, I got to give that round to Matt, I think. Just, I mean, the the narrative that is just starting <laughs> to take shape <laughs> towards the end of that uh, is pretty stunning. Um, God, but what, I don't know what metrics I want to use. Well, I Ears. Think ears. Yeah. Why, if cuts. you like it, you should Different put cuts. a pickle in it. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to give that. Matt... Five out of six ribs. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. And um, Abby gets, yeah, three out of four gherkins again. Oh, double gherkin. Double gherkins. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Just let me write this down on my score sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yes. We will tally this all up at the end. Okay. All right. So now uh, we are going to the last and final round of uh, this competition. This is the pitch phase. So now uh, you guys should think of a snappy title. Uh, I didn't do that yet. Yeah, exactly. Going to market now. Uh, That's where the rubber hits the road. Engrossing gameplay summary to lure users in and and try and sum up the impact for the player. Like, you know, try and inspire them that this game will make them uh, will improve their lives in this very particular way. And, uh, yeah. Woo, woo us. We, Brandon and I want to be wooed. We have now hit the uh, final step of our game design competition. And what we have decided to do to raise the stakes and get a more uh, super honest appraisal of these games as we've brought in just a regular Joe off the street 
Now, sir, is, is it true that we, <laughs> no, it's, it's Arthur Lowe, our, ooh, I'm going to say director of programming. Is that a decent? You, you can say that. Yeah. It sounds um, like I work at a TV station, but. Yeah, it's not that kind it. of programming. He like, <laughs> yeah, he runs programming team on, uh, and he and I and our art director do a bunch of stuff working with the dev teams to make stuff cooler. Um, and he's all around neat guy. But so we've brought him in to hear the pitches for two games that they've been both designed. They're two separate games. Okay. And they're trying to make the best learning game pitch for each. So I think let's start with Abby. Uh, Abby, why not sell us? Sell us on your game. <gasps> okay, ready? This, ready. Is, this is the commercial that, for this game. <clears throat> you pickle hi friend wonder how pickles are made mix ingredients together in a jar to turn a cucumber into a pickle shake things pour things stir things to make a brine let's go <laughs> wow <laughs> that was really good wow. that's not even fair can, wow <laughs> can you read my pitch <laughs> <laughs> holy crap i'm i'm very intrigued by this game right? uh and i want to put things in a jar and shake them around that's good so that'll be know. an outlet that's for an your a plus pitch yes all right okay matt matt are, are you ready yeah I hope it involves other sandwich ingredients. Hey, you, it, yes, it, it does. does. <laughs> <laughs> you called it. Okay. Does. Uh, yeah. So, so my game is called Meet Your Needs, um, and it's a game to help uh, cannibals make good meal decisions. Uh, so, you are an apprentice at a post-apocalyptic deli, uh, and you will contend with a series of whimsical customers who come in through your front doors with a variety of cuts and dietary restrictions and your job is to serve them in the best way that you possibly can they're both good pitches but whose was better whose was better yeah, who's I, was better i'll, 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 I'll <laughs> for you abby <laughs> I, yeah abby had the voice work and the commercial already but uh yeah. i feel like shaking a jar of pickles is like more fun than making sandwiches so i'm gonna vote for abby mm. deal all right I, I feel really you know, really proud. Yeah, you should. Yeah, that's good. That was great stuff. All right, guys. So uh, that was our our first. Let's get Brandon back on the headset here. Arthur, thank you so much. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, gosh, what else could we do <gasps> with our time? <laughs> you guys know what that means? No. Do we get to spin the wheel? No, no. <laughs> it means it's time for Conternim Corner. That's right. What? A segment. <laughs> a, se- <laughs> a segment of every show. Yeah. Where we highlight a different contronym and, and score it. Yes. Yep. We, we take a contronym out <laughs> and evaluate its worthiness of the title of contronym. What's a contronym? Exactly. A contronym. We'll get there. <clears throat> is a word that, depending on context, can have opposite or contradictory meanings. Right. Dust. Oh, yeah, <gasps> right. No, I can see it. Yeah, you can. You can that dust looks... something with particles, or dusting it means to remove the particles. Mm, right. That's these, that's pretty good. These one. are directly contradictory. Yep. Yep. So you can be like, oh, I dusted the field, and with... then it was too dusty, so I had to dust it. 
out there in a field with your feather duster. Yeah, it's a really impractical way to, to dust a field. But yeah. <laughs> That's the organic way. Yeah, right? It's an organic farm. So Cruelty-free dust. Cruelty-free, <laughs> yeah. All the feathers, all the ostrich feathers were volunteered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. All right. So that's the contronym. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm sticking with my B. I like a B. What, I mean, what do you guys think? Wait. Like B is in a grade. Yeah. Why yeah. is it not an A? You have to well, be able to explain well, why it's. Not I mean, oh, I, I don't know. Do you gain or lose points because it's a different? Well, no. You dust. They're both verbs, right? Like you yeah. dust something and then you dust something. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Right. I, I'd. I'd give it a high B. All right. A B plus. You're giving it an A. I'm not I offering. Didn't even, why are you speaking for me? I, 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 I'm inferring. I'm inferring, and what I apologize. Is, well, what is an A contronym? <laughs> I'm actually giving it an A. Okay. okay so, I think so. The, the, usually, the I think the finest of contronyms are ones in which a misunderstanding of the word can have hilarious repercussions. Yes. So uh, the example I brought up a few weeks ago when I thought that Disney had sanctioned <laughs> a yes. Star Wars-related dance album from Rick Rubin. Yes, that was good. That was good. <laughs> That's all the time we had for today. Just, thanks very much to yeah. Matt Hazleton and Abby Friesen. Yeah, thanks, guys, for, for joining us. No problem. Thanks for listening to the Film and Games Podcast. If you'd like to hear more about games, game-based learning, and well-informed, accurate observations about sports and such, subscribe today on Stitcher or iTunes. 